Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us at Super Talk dot fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from we appreciate all you guys out there our great listeners especially our service men and women out there taking care of us we want to thank our sponsors at strange brew coffee house and churn and spoon ice cream i was at strange brew earlier today I want to oh. thank yeah i started my day the right way there did it is you get i coffee? didn't i didn't, I didn't think so but my daughter did um but yeah if you can't you know do the drive through here in starkville or at brupolo over in uh, Tupelo, it would be a little weird if uh, if Brupolo was in Chunky. Yes, it would. Now I've that, been to Chunky a few times. That's the one that you'd be like. What's I think going we on? have a listener from Chunky. My uh, good my good friend uh, Brian Felton. Well, shout out to Brian Felton. Appreciate that. Also, shout out to uh, my good friend's uh, dad. You know, our friend Brian McDuff listens all the time. He got his dad listening. Old Linwood. Oh, how about that? So, if Lynn, if you're listening, love you guys. Uh, if I could just get my dad to listen regularly, he, he's one of those like it's, it's, he doesn't have a smartphone. You know, he'll listen to stuff on the computer sometimes on YouTube. Uh huh. But we're not there yet. Yeah, it's it's not gonna it's not gonna happen. We're gonna figure out a way to get Big Daddy listening. Well, wherever you're listening from, if you're looking for coffee, they got you taken care of at Strange Brew Coffee House. Just go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com and order it to be shipped right to your door, and you can start your day the right way every morning with some great Strange Brew coffee. College Corner and collegecornerstore.com. That's the place to find maroon and white merchandise that you can't find just anywhere else. You can only find it at College Corner. They've got the biggest and best selection of MSG merchandise in central Mississippi. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell. Or you can always shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Humble Taco is Starkville's newest and best Mexican restaurant. Mexican fare with Mississippi roots and the Mississippi sm- or the Mexican smoked wings. That's a great example of what we're talking about. Everybody likes smoked wings. Everybody likes to eat them. But when you spin them up a little different the way they've done at Humble Taco, you've got something really, really special. So check them out. The next time you're in Starkville or whenever you're in Starkville, hit up Humble Taco. Firehouse Subs is a great idea for lunch today. Download the free Firehouse Subs app. Place your order. It'll be ready within minutes. And then you've got some great... Great sandwiches to choose from, and you're gonna pile up reward points. So the next time you eat, it might just be on the house. And also make sure you're following Firehouse Subs on Twitter. They are always doing deals on there as well. Locations in Starkville and Oxford, Columbus and Tupelo, Flowood and Madison. That's Firehouse Subs. It is Rumblings Day, Robbie Falk. Also, just to let you know, uh, just to give you an idea, and to make sure that you're. Uh, we're all on the same page. We are 17 minutes away from kickoff of Chelsea and Dinamo Zagreb in the oh. start of the Champions League. I have the game pulled up right here. It's muted, but I will be. Oh, a- great. I can't wait to see you stumble over this show while you're watching soccer. Great. I'm glad we're all on the same page. Thank you for treating this show with the respect that it deserves. 
You are welcome. All right. <laughs> now that we've got that out of the way, let's jump into the questions. Our friend Colton Watson uh, starts us off. Does the lack of many sacks against Memphis trouble you, or do you think the pass rush was good? I, I didn't look at hurries. And hurries, you you and I both know that is a stat that's not kept very well. I felt that State got pressure on him a lot and just didn't get him on the ground very much. So it's sort of a yes and no answer to this question for me. Well, here's what I'll say about it. How many yards did they have in the first two and a half quarters? 40? Yeah. Well, how many first downs? Not many. How many passes did Hennigan have to hurry and throw? Quite a few. Um, So I, I don't look at sacks or tackles for loss as an indicator so much as getting pressures. And I certainly don't look at the quarterback hurry stat because it basically doesn't exist. Yeah. Nobody really keeps that. Um, I'm looking at how quickly he's having to get out of there and, and throw the ball or how inaccurate a quarterback is. We saw that last year with uh, Will Levis. State put some pressure on him, and he was chunking the ball all over the field, nowhere near a receiver. I thought State definitely affected him. He, he did not get very many clean passes off, um, and they, they struggled to – to get some big plays until late in the game whenever State started substituting. I didn't see the same thing that a lot of people were seeing with the lack of, of uh, pressure. Mm-hmm. I, I thought State got pressure. I thought well, they affected plays. And, and fair enough, the question says many sacks. It didn't say pressure. You know, the, the pressure was definitely there, but well, you, I think you that's do have kind to get of, him on the ground some. But I think that's kind of what he's saying, too. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you say you do have to get him on the ground. I mean, that it's up to the quarterback and whether or not he's going to hold the ball. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was, he was getting rid of it. And uh, the the uh, the rushing defense was excellent too. So I mean, yeah, and yeah, that's, that, that's for sure. There, there's pressure there too. I think Cole Kubelik said it yesterday that he thought the front seven was was great. Yeah. So, uh, and yeah, they've I'm got the, tougher tests coming up in these they next do. two games, they do. and then we'll get the, the full measure of them. Would you rather muff a punt on the possession your team needed to execute a two minute drill and win the game, or blow a game tying extra point at the horn? Muff a punt. Just go ahead and just put me out of my misery. Yeah, yeah. I don't, agree. don't even. Don't. I mean, a the other night, extra point that is absolutely brutal. That that was one of the most remarkable things I've ever seen. They went from at this side of the stadium being completely distraught that they're about to blow this ball game, and this side high fiving, uh, doing the you know they want to play neck, I and mean, they're going nuts. And in a split second, that completely switches right back. Like, it was the most glorious thing I've ever seen. And to happen to LSU fans, I mean, it couldn't have been any better. So, are you already watching Chelsea? No, 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 okay. I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking about that. That might be the most remarkable 90 seconds of game time in the history of college football. You had, two, in 90 seconds, you had... Two changes of possession. You had, I'm sorry. You had three changes of possession. You had Florida State punt to LSU, who fumbled the punt that FSU recovers. FSU fumbles on the goal line. LSU recovers. Now in the at same, worst, Florida State's going to go up by ten points. Right. In the same ninety seconds, now you have a ninety-nine yard touchdown drive. You have an incredibly blown call by the officials and a blocked extra point. Yes, that's as action-packed in ninety seconds as how did, how did you they can get, have in college football. How were they going to get the opportunity to run that play? 
There's no, I don't know how that rule is in place. What gave them the ability to run the play? It seems like they should have either had a, a 10 second runoff. Did they get was, that just because they reviewed it? That's what I don't, and this is where I think you and I are at a disadvantage. I didn't hear the referee's call because I had the TV muted because I was watching all out. I was too. So I don't know what <laughs> I was the doing the exact said. same thing. I don't I had, know what the ref said. I had the game muted, but I had it on my computer while I was watching all out. Yeah. So. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what the. But it doesn't make any sense. Anyway, what's your go-to post-game meal when you get home at one in the morning? Uh, for me, by uh, the day, my family had ordered pizza uh, while I was at the game, and so there were some leftover cheese sticks, and I just ate those. I didn't eat anything at two thirty we'll a.m. We'll sleep for dinner. Yeah. There you go. I didn't eat anything. I just I, I got in the shower, got out, and passed out. There you go. Uh, where are we here? Kyle Wilson. If a barbecue restaurant doesn't serve fries, is it a legit barbecue restaurant? Absolutely, it can be. Yeah, you can, you can have Absolutely. baked baked beans, potato salad, coleslaw, and any mac and cheese. Mac and cheese. Yeah, you don't I have mean, to have fries. Yeah. No. <clears throat> Why are pickles served on a barbecue sandwich? Because they cut through the richness of pulled pork. It's a it, it's it's a nice uh palate cleanser. Right. Pulled pork is so fatty. Yeah. You want something crisp to sort of break it. Now, I don't like that. That's I, I would something rather, that... I would rather have a spicy barbecue sauce do that for me. That's something that's um, a little new for me. Mm-hmm. I didn't grow up with pickles Pick- and with barbecue. It's kind of new. But I like it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, let's see here. Taylor Ball, after week one, which SEC team would you say is going to be better than you thought and one that's worse than you thought? For me, the better is easy as Florida. Yes. They look like they're going to be better. LSU. Well, I don't know. I was, I was kind of down on LSU. No, we both with. had a mate in four and figuring it out. I think Is it they've LSU? got problems. Maybe um, it's Kentucky. Kentucky or LSU is going to be my mm-hmm. – well, hey, actually, Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt. would probably be my, the better than I thought. Yeah, but, I mean, I don't know how many more games they're going to win. But they're, they are significantly better. They're a better football team. I thought they were going to struggle against Hawaii – you know, they barely beat UConn last year, who was like the worst team in the NCAA. So, you know, I there's there they've yeah. got to be the pick. Yeah, uh, I right. never expected sixty points in yeah. a game from them. Which wide receiver do you think leads the team in receptions now that we've seen a week? I think it's gonna be Ra Ra. Yeah, I think he's gonna be the Makai Polk this it's year. It's interesting though that the two two guys who play the X had the most catches. You know, Rufus had five from the slot. But Rara had five, and so did Tulu Griffin. They both they, yeah. they combined for ten catches, which tells me they're going to rotate. They're going to rotate, regularly. but they are doing it effectively. Uh, let's see here, Shelby Beach. <laughs> I'm going to start with this dad joke. Why did the pale? Are you reading it? Yes. Oh well, then it's just not as funny. Then why did the paleontologist stop digging? He found his neck was sore. I get oh, it. Nice. That's good. I heard another one. This is one you had to think a little. You ready? Termite walks into a bar and says, "Hey, is the bartender here?" I don't get it. It's a termite. Yeah. Hey, is the bartender here? Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> you got to think a little. You got you got to slow it down. You got to slow it down. Yeah. So, all right. Let's go to Shelby's questions. Why don't the Saints go after Gardner Minshew? Because I like Gardner Minshew, but Jameis Winston is a better NFL quarterback than Gardner Minshew. He is. Is he? He is. He's so hit or miss. I had him in one of my fantasy leagues last year. And like one one game, he would have like twenty eight points, and the next game, he'd have nine. 
Agreed, but the Saints were five and two when he got hurt. And yeah, he, he had thrown like fifteen touchdowns to three interceptions. It was just like, the, but it was just like you know, you never know what kind of decision making you're. going to I thought get. Sean Payton last year was a little conservative with him, like just didn't let him. I think this year they'll see it. You'll let him, and plus having Michael Thomas back and bringing in Jarvis Landry, I mean he's going to have a good. I think he's going to have a big season. Well, to the to Shelby's point though, Gardner would be a good. Backup plan would be a fantastic backup quarterback. Um, but Andy Dalton is a <clears throat> good veteran backup quarterback. Yeah, I mean, uh, he's a guy that you know if if you have nothing left, you know that would not be bad. But I think Minshew can be a like Ryan Fitzpatrick, yeah, guy, he can, journeyman. Yeah, if, you know, and he's a good character too, like Ryan yeah. Fitzpatrick was. So people, he's a guy. I think he helps your locker room. I think he can be in the league for a long yeah, time. I agree. Just be like that. I agree. What is maybe he won't have twelve kids or whatever? Doesn't he? Doesn't, doesn't Ryan Fitzpatrick have like a bunch of kids? I don't know that. I don't need to look that one up. What is the number of touches Tulu has to have in order to be utilized, as opposed to underutilized in this year's offense? Over under seven and a half. I, I the problem was this with him playing that X. There's almost no way to incorporate him into the running game, or, or to throw him in like you know to like jet sweeps or anything like that. They're not going to do that from the X position. I don't think so. Seven and a half sounds about right, to be honest. If it, can you get him seven catches, eight catches a game? Sorry, I was I was looking at Ryan Fitzpatrick's kids. He has seven kids. I just want to point out that you were complaining about me being distracted. I, I'm trying to get the answer okay. to what we were talking about just now. Do I need to re-ask the question? And, and he proposed to his wife at a McDonald's uh, gas station. This is a man with a Harvard degree, by the way. Yes. Just want to point out. So, are he, all seven kids with the same woman? Yeah. Okay, so he's doing better than Antonio Cromartie. Yeah. He and Philip Rivers have like a combined twenty kids. They have a two deep almost. Yeah. Okay. Philip Rivers he legitimately I think he has he like has, nine. I think he has nine, yeah. Yeah. Okay. He stays okay. in the pocket for too long, is what oh you're trying to tell gosh. me. Oh gosh. Jeez. Uh what is the number of touches Tulu has to have in order to be utilized as opposed to underutilized? And this year's offense over under seven and a half touches per game. What I was saying is, from the X position, it's it's more difficult to incorporate him in things like jet sweeps mm-hmm. and, and and swing passes and things like that. It's almost got to be screens or just regular routes with him. So the weirdest thing is, you know, he hasn't really bust busted off a big play. Uh, what? Oh, the game's about to start. Oh my god, he has the champions. He hasn't really busted off a big play like on a screen, right? But He's had some big plays one on one down the field. Yeah, so it's just it's really weird. If he's getting six, seven, eight catches a game, and, and look, the thing with you talk about touches, you're a receiver, right? You can't sort of force touches. Yeah, it's targets. He must he must be showing nothing at punt return in practice. Yeah, or he's just not reliable. Or like that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. is he dropping a yeah. bunch of? Because be. they're not, I mean, they're not trying, mm-hmm. which is weird. Didn't they try Jaden Wally the other night, too? Did Was they? he out there? I think Austin Williams returned the punts. It might, I might have been. I don't might remember. Maybe, maybe I'm thinking of last year. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, they, they must just just really not want to get him back there because I, I would want the ball in his hands on a punt return, too. But he, he might not be sure-handed back there. Yeah. Uh, Steve Mormon asks us, I agree with everything you said about game experience in Davis Wade Stadium, but why not show replay of every play? Should it be done? If you can. I mean, everybody runs offense so fast these days, sometimes you can't get a replay up. Mm-hmm. But if you can show the replay, why not? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I feel like they used to do that. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, they did. They did for sure. Yeah. Bigger portal bus, KJ Costello or Scott Lashley? Costello. See, I'm going to go a different way. He had one. He had that great game, but he was. But he gonna, had that great game. Yeah, but the, but the rest was a complete it, disaster. Yeah, but Scott Lashley was a complete disaster. Not, for tw- for I mean, twelve games, thirteen games. No, nah, I mean, not every game. I, I, he he had he had a couple yeah, of good yeah. games, and he started the entire. I would year. rather like if 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 I, when we look back at, at Mississippi State history, will you ever have a great Scott Lashley memory? No, but you. Will I mean, have I, I agree. I, I agree. I would say I think we're just going to have a different opinion here. I, I would say Costello was because he because he had that because he had that game. He set a record that may never be broken. I mean, you have a good point, but he absolutely was a bust. Oh, and they're, I, they're both busts. And the, and they're the, both busts. And, and pretty much added nothing else to the team the rest of the year. I mean, they're it was right. bizarre. You're right. It was really weird. He never had a good game the rest no. or moment no. the rest of the way. No. I mean, it was the Kentucky game, which was game three. three. We're, we were at we were at the house watching that, and yeah. we're like, "You got to get him out." Yeah, like it's, you got to try. It was Will the Rogers. quickest decline I've ever seen. But for that one moment, he was at the pinnacle. It was crazy to me too. Tommy Stevens mm-hmm. was kind of the same. Thing. Stevens I mean, first the first two games he was really good, and then when he got hurt, that was that was it. The second game against Southern Miss, yeah, like he, that was. he was like nine of ten in the first quarter against yeah. Southern Miss, but then he got hurt and it just was never the same. Just uh, nuts, dear old state. Do you think Will? This is a really good question here. Really good. Do you think Will Rogers would be more hyped nationally if he made the same throws but scrambled around more? Yes. Yeah. One one hundred percent. Well, what was funny is I watched the game back. Uh, a couple of days a couple of days ago, mm-hmm. and the the announcers were literally talking about how inaccurate he was outside the pocket, mm-hmm. and he scrambled as they're as they're announcing that and uh-huh. chunked it down there. Is to that the Caleb duck, the ducking play? Okay, yeah. yeah. Like they were talking about it as he was throwing the ball. Yeah. Yes, if he was a guy who was like making crazy plays with his feet and then throwing it down the field, everybody would love him. So. Yep. Uh, from watching, this is, I'm sorry, Rob Hadaway. From watching West Virginia Pitt last week, how do you think it works on the college football fan psyche when you have to play your biggest rival in Week One? Would State or Ole Miss be able to handle this? Something's been brought up in the past is play, you know, oh the Egg Bowl is so toxic. You know, you play it Week One and just get it over with. I mean, here's what I would say is, you know, when you play in the season, like. My, you know, if you're a state fan right now, you're thinking about Arizona. Next week, you're thinking about LSU. And then when you get – Ole Miss is always on the back of your mind. But when you get to Ole Miss is when you focus on it. If it's the first game of the season, I'm thinking about it for nine months. Yeah, you're talking about it every day during the summer. So I think it would be terrible. I Playing your biggest rival week one is just – it doesn't work I don't like me. it. I, I like rivalry, we, rivalry weekend. I can never say that. I like the, I? the cold weather. Yes. The fact that it's the last game of the season, a lot of times like a bowl game's on the line. Yeah, yeah, it just needs to it needs to stick where it is. All right. Uh, also from Rob, on a scale of one to Egg Bowl, how Egg Bowl is West Virginia Pitt? They don't like each other, but it it, it always I always think that out out of state rivalries just never the same. That's why no, I, that's why I never put Ohio State Michigan that high up there. When you're competing for the same recruits inside the same state and you're the state is pretty much split. You're working with uh people that you don't like that like the other team. I mean that's it's completely different feel. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, last one from Rob. If you spotted someone wearing an internet purchase Maroon is All That Matters shirt, guaranteed to be devoid of the Telltale Russell Athletic logo on the back, Ugh. would you feel better or worse for them that someone wearing an original? Someone wearing an original, I would feel better for. for. I, at least, you know, you got the shirt when they gave it out. And so you maybe you just kept it. This is somebody who, in the year of our Lord twenty twenty two or earlier, you know, between Kroom getting fired and now bought that shirt. So we we've confirmed that that is a new shirt. Yes, someone is producing. Someone's these still shirts. making these shirts. Yeah, we've got to find out who we got. We got to call gotta get, the cops. We got to get red on this and tell them somebody's you know using the trademarks. And if anybody's making that Houston, you have a problem shirt. That, they need to be arrested immediately. They need. To, they, need to, they might need to be deported. That was. We're gonna send them to a desert island. I can't get over that. Still, that shirt is really bad. Yeah, I had. I wish I, I that shirt is so bad that I wish I didn't know it existed. Like well, was, now that you know, better. now that you know, my it's life there, is be- was better before I knew that shirt existed. Yep. Now that you know it's there, it's mm-hmm. like I, I can't get this out of my head. Yeah. Six pack speak. What do you think about this version of "It's Coming"? Any guesses? Well, with you, I'm sure it's food related. <laughs> Moving on. Clay J. Taylor asks food related. Yeah. Uh, it might be something intestinally. There's some, there's some new Sansa belt slacks coming your way. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you got the uh, you know extra room to breathe in the hips. Uh, did I tell you about the, the shorts I purchased this past week? Uh uh-uh. uh. So when I was down in Vicksburg, I got a phone call or I got a text that said, hey, you can wear shorts to the office today because our air conditioning's out. Oh, Normally, they're really strict about you know we want it's a professional atmosphere. Wear slacks, so I didn't pack any shorts. Like so, when you go to a remote, or like no, when no, you when go we to go to the office, office when we go to Jackson, right? Like if you're in the studio, they want you you know polo and slacks or button down and slacks, which I don't ever have a problem with. It's not usually my look, but whatever. But because I was doing that, I didn't pack any shorts to go down to Vicksburg. So I was like, well, I'm going to have to go buy some shorts. So my mom, my mom, wise lady, is like, you should go to the Dillard's. We have a Dillard's clearance. It's just a clearance store of Dillard's clothes. I got three pairs of shorts in my size for 10 bucks. Nice. I'm telling you right now, you could like go in. Like khaki shorts? Yeah. Like- you could walk in there right now with $300, and you could throw all the clothes in your closet away and start fresh. They, they, that, they have racks of clothes for like $5 shirts. Oh, nice. And $3 jeans and stuff like that. It's crazy. I have to go check that out. The only thing they had was that was like relatively expensive was shoes, but the shoes are still 50% off. You get a $150 pair of shoes for 70 bucks. Yeah, the thing about sales is like mm-hmm. you don't really need this stuff. It but just you're like, such oh, a, there's 30% you feel off. Like it's a, well, that's the thing with like the tag said these shorts were six bucks a piece, and they were regularly 59 bucks a piece. And I was like, man, all right, great. So I go up there with my three pairs of shorts, and then the lady tells me they're only 10 bucks, and she says, oh, yeah, there's another 50% markdown. Oh, yeah. I was like, on top of the 90% off already, it's another 50%? She was like, yeah. I was like, great. 50 cents for shorts. So, No, I, we, my wife and I went to uh, Ridgeland. There is a dirt cheap outlet there that's oh. like a warehouse. Mm-hmm. I think it used to be Hudson's mm-hmm. um, in Ridgeland over there, close to Freedom Ridge Park. Yeah. And we got like... Five things for our house from there. This like seventy five percent off, fifty percent off. They have everything. They have. We got a ceiling fan for the porch. We got wow. Uh, lights. We got water faucets. I mean, ton of stuff. They got floors there. I mean, it was it was a it was a really remarkable place. 
That's cool. Basically, people like didn't want something, or there might be something small wrong with it, and they send it to that place and they sell it for like seventy five percent off. Ah, uh, that's 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 great deals. Uh, where are we here? Uh, Clay J Taylor asks. It seems to me as if the fourth quarter song will change weekly and finish with the Sweet Dreams remix. Thoughts? If that is the case, I don't like it at all. You need a song that is that everybody knows. It becomes Just do tradition. one song. So, and I did not like. So, I did not, we, we talked about it the other day. I didn't like the one they had. All right, I'm going to skip that question. Uh, where are we here? Uh, 901 Stark Dog asks us: The Caleb ducking TD catch was a thing of beauty. If the over-under is three and a half for the NFL draft, where do you foresee a current wide receiver on this roster being selected? The under is rounds one through three. So do, do we have a first through third round wide receiver on this team? Probably. Maybe Ra-Ra. Ra-Ra. I don't know about ducking. It's going to be tough because he's, he's, he's older. He's going to be, what, 23 probably by the time the draft rolls around. I think he's he only going to have one year of production. He could be like Makai Polk. He could be a late round pick or possibly a uh, a free agent. But Rara Thomas has that kind of potential for sure. I think. Yeah, very high ceiling. I think for yeah, him. I agree. Uh, let's see here. Walking Bully says, "Watching the Monday presser, it's really weird to me that when Leach drinks out of a bottle, his top lip is on the outside of the bottle rim." I'm going to start. Stop you right here. Who notices this stuff? Yeah, that's kind of weird. Who's looking at this? What What are you looking at? You're watching a press conference and you're watching how a grown man drinks a Coca-Cola or a, a cup of coffee? But secondly, he goes into the hole like, isn't it normal? Blah, blah, blah. He's got a dip in. <laughs> He's got a big plug of Copenhagen in his Not mouth. Not always. Most of the time. So. Who's, who's looks at this stuff? Yeah, yeah Brian, kind of... I noticed the other day I was at a restaurant and you were eating wings, and I noticed you eat the flats first and you put the whole flat in your mouth and just pull the bones out. That's where did you come up with that technique? Like I noticed when you were eating that banana the other day. Uh you wasn't me. I wasn't me eating a banana. Anyway. Guys, just let people live. What's going on here? Uh where are we? Colton Peterman. I've missed some rumblings lately, so please forgive me if this has been asked before. But is there an SEC West team that has never played for the SEC championship, excluding Texas A&M, of course? Well, if we take A&M out, right, you got the original six. Obviously, Alabama, LSU, Auburn have played. Arkansas has played for it three times, and we know Mississippi State has played for it once. Uh, so that would leave the Rebels. Ole Miss! That's right, Colton. They have never played for the SEC uh, championship. All right. Uh, speaking of uh, Brian McDuff, we talked about him earlier, and now he's uh, he's got a question, a couple questions for us. Will Cameo give us credit for Word Up's surging popularity after all these high school bands start playing it? I think we deserve that credit. Is that a thing? Well, last week we got two videos t- tweeted at us of high school bands. Well, one was the high school band, and then one was our friend Brogan Fairchild playing it over the loudspeakers per our request. Yeah, we're 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 bringing it back into style. You're welcome, cameo. Just like uh, what's her face that got the running up the hill song from uh, Stranger Things. She's she's she got like a million hits. Oh yeah, Kate after Bush. Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like, and then you had when the second part of it came out, Master of Puppets was number one. Yeah, song in the country. You know, so Journeys Worlds Apart. Yeah, to- exactly. Good, good for the youth of America finding yes. out what we already knew. 
Uh, also, people are starting to figure out the 80s had some pretty cool music. Had some bangers. Is AEW all a work at this point, or is it blended? We were talking about this before the show started. The the MJF Tony Khan stuff is a work. Yeah, that, that's 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 where the, you know because come on, do you really think Tony Khan would leave him a message like that? I right. Mean, no. But the Punk Elite stuff is real, and it's it's sad because yep. it's going to end up with CM Punk being not a part of AEW anymore, and I was so excited to get him back. And he's not going to be a part of WWE either, so he's just going to be back to tweeting things and being on uh, The Walking Dead or whatever. Yeah, so that's it's just disappointing. Have you ever seen three rising levels of pop like MJF had? So they were three pops. There was one when he took the mask off and you see his hair, two when he has the scarf, and then three when he actually comes out. I've seen some stuff like that before when you, you know, like when guys – when they do these these weird reveals, but that was a good pop. It was definitely a good pop. It was. I, I don't know that it was as good thought, as the one last year though, when Cole and and Brian. Anderson. No, it wasn't. I I kind of thought it would be louder, but I think that like everybody knew. Yeah. Like before he came out, that yeah. it was MJF. The, the loudest pop was the scarf. Yeah. So, uh, let's see here. Uh, Jason and Flagstaff. So he asked the same question about the AEW. Just in case this hurricane makes a nuisance of itself in Tuesday, evidently there's a big chance of rain uh, Saturday night. <clears throat> well, it's it's like fifteen percent, I thought. He says uh, Jason thinks that he showed me the uh, the model here. There's a future hurricane over yeah, the. Yeah, uh, I I did see that. So anyway, he says, has anyone ever seen the air raid in a legitimate monsoon? I'm sure it was pretty bad last year in the Egg Bowl. The Egg Bowl was raining pretty uh, bad. Tulsa was bad. Tulsa, the Tulsa bad. game, and then I think there's Washington State has certainly played some games in in you know in the Pacific bad Pacific weather. Northwest in bad weather. So yeah, it's it's been done. Uh, also, his disclaimer: he's he's going to that game, and if my luck with his luck, he expects a washout. Hunter Manis asks, "We'll get his question in, and then we'll go to the break." My wife religiously watches The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. The cringe level of these shows is ten out of ten. What's the cringiest show slash movie you can remember watching? The only reality show I ever really got into, in terms of all that, I love the first Joe Millionaire. I thought yeah. it was hilarious. Uh, but all of those shows, think about you're 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 a person, and you think you're thinking that I'm going to go find a a long term relationship by being in this competition with 20 other people and we're all going to you know hook up with this person. Yeah, we're point. all going to kiss kiss the guy. Yeah, or, or the, go on dates where we hook up with the dude. Right. But and but, they, and and believe that the true love is there. Right. So, I I'm trying to think is there like a, a movie or something where I'm just like that was And like there's like 20 years of this show mm-hmm. and like none of them work out. Right. None of the relationships work out. And yet they keep doing it. Like, Jordan Rogers was on there one didn't time. Didn't the first Bachelorette, didn't they, they They got married and they're still married, I think? I don't know. The only bat I, I know two Bachelors. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jordan Jesse, Rogers. Jesse Palmer. And Jordan Rogers. And Jordan Rogers. Yeah. And that's it. And neither one of them are married to the person that... Exactly. Yeah, so that's how it goes. Uh, all right, let's 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 move on into the second half of the rumblings. It's brought to you by our friends. It may not be a second half. Not a ton of questions left. That's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council who want to remind you that beef, it's what's for dinner. You get a chance this weekend to throw some steaks on the grill, throw a couple of uh, big juicy burgers, or maybe you want to go all out and get a big brisket. 
man, beef just has so many great options for you. So when you're looking for something to cook this weekend or any weekend, nothing beats the sizzle of beef on the grill. Go to msbeef.org if you're looking for recipes or if you're just looking for information about our beef providers here in the state of Mississippi. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find smoked southern soul food. It'll be a great place this weekend. See, I, I, I say that. It may not be a great place this weekend to watch the game because the game starts at 10 o'clock, as we've been saying. It would still be a good place to watch the game, probably. I'm just wondering. If they were open. Well, I, I, I'm just wondering because you know, they switch over to like a bar. Yeah. Like So I don't know. You can't just sit and chill. You can't sit there and just sit, chill and watch the game. But most other weekends... Next weekend with LSU, that would be a great place to watch the game. Yeah. But, of course, it's always just a great place to go and grab a great meal, grab a good time. It's right there in the heart of the Cotton District. It's Two Brothers Smoked Meats. It's the home of smoked southern soul food. Great products, great service. It's what every business promises you, and it's what Advantage Business Systems delivers to you. And how do you know that that's the case? Because you know they've been doing it for 47 years. Nobody stays in business that long without taking care of their customers. So when you want to be treated like a neighbor and not a number, that's when you call Advantage Business Systems. When you need new technology, copiers, printers, laptops, whatever it is, that's when you call Advantage Business Systems. Number is 601-362-9192, or you can visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. Some good chances for Chelsea early in this one. Um, Haven't, Haven't been able to convert, though. Uh, Chris, I'm sorry, where are we at? Uh, Geek93. Saturday's Mississippi State game was the first game I've ever attended with an extended weather delay due to lightning. What is the first game in any sport you remember attending with an extended lightning delay? So I, I, I don't remember if there was a delay or not just because it was in the 80s and then this was a, a time, you know, you didn't have the same technology. But I remember going to the Egg Bowl in Jackson in 1988 and uh, the tornado sirens were going off, mm-hmm. and we just sat there, just like I don't remember ever leaving and going under the stadium or anything like that, but I do remember the tornado sirens going off. Mine's O one Troy. Ooh, that's a good one. The literal tornado there. Yeah. Not really a lightning delay, a literal yeah. tornado though. And that was the smallest crowd I've ever seen in a game at Mississippi State. Well, because the weather was awful. Yeah. Like you know, you think about Saturday night, right? It's a pretty nice day up until it got bad. That day, I remember it very vividly. It was raining and pouring and nasty the whole day, and then all of a sudden it got really, really bad. So, yeah, that's a good choice. And then State lost that game. Yes. I didn't want to bring that up, but sure. So, for years, I don't know if this is still happening, but um, they did the tornado siren. Mm -hmm. After that game, they started doing the tornado siren for touchdowns. Yeah. Um, Based off that game, I think. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know if it was – I don't know, you know, where where that uh, – if it was just like, oh, that sounds cool, and they wanted to start doing it from that or yeah. what. But it, it basically started from that. But there was probably about 15,000 people there. If, if somebody well, tells you – you're pushing 15,000. Yeah, that, that's – It may a, have been less. That, it, yeah. might, it might have been about five. It was, yeah. it was, it was, it was pretty no, bad. No, nobody there. And then when it got to like 14 nothing, Troy, everybody was like, time to go. I know what it felt like to to be a Mississippi State fan in like the '60s or what. That know. was a good low point, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Chris Johnson asks us: 
Is it time to make targeting a normal penalty like face mask or horse collaring where yardage is assessed only or maybe yardage plus unsportsmanlike? I think you have to keep the idea of because you don't want guys headhunting. Like th- yeah. what what the LSU guy did, Allie Gay. That's 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 just not acceptable. You've got to throw that guy out of the game. Yeah. They do need to to tweak targeting to find the whole the balance between look the the offensive guy ducked and his it is and and the what happened with the LSU game. They got to find that balance. Yeah. But it's all about that balance. If you if it was a if it was an accident, yeah. I don't think we need to be throwing people out. I'd be kidding me. Look just, You're going to have to put the soccer match I will on not, hold. I will not put it on hold. I'm going to put it on hold because we're going to eat after this. Put it on hold oh the entire God. day. No, I will not. We have to We have to do this show, bro. I'm doing we it. owe it to our listeners. I'm doing it. I just, can I you're be putting upset your, you're my putting your listeners, goal? You're putting your listeners behind these people from England mm-hmm. that, again— There's an American we, on the roster. A one. Ah, mm-hmm. American. Yeah. How did, how did this even happen? I, I don't—, I don't I just don't understand. Oh my God, that, that is really bad. Uh, For God's sakes, will you get back to the show? Please? Yeah, I'm doing it right now. The dude says, with as well as Georgia played, do you still think State has any chance of a win in that game? I never thought State had a chance of winning that game. No, no, they don't. They don't have a chance to win that game. I mean, I think there's a chance, but it's a very, very low chance. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one, like it's, it's like 98 percent. Yeah, it's really Georgia. Low. Would you like to see State play in a kickoff classic game again, like in 13, or would you prefer the easy win over a lesser opponent to start? You have to play a Power 5 right now. I wouldn't mind playing one of those games. No, I, w- I, wouldn't, I wouldn't mind going mind to Atlanta it. or Houston or Dallas or something like that. Yeah. Um, you know, it's an it's a interesting conversation to have because do you want to forfeit that money? But then you think about, you know, if you're playing a cupcake yeah. at, at 11 a.m., 2 p.m., mm-hmm. something like that, you're not going to get um, a big crowd there, so I right. mean, what is it? What no, I, I definitely, I definitely think it, it's worth it's worth playing those games for sure. Uh, let's see here. Jay in Baltimore rank these musician makeovers. BGs moved to disco. Quick question: well, The BGs weren't always a disco band. What were the BGs before disco? I don't know. I, I'm not. I I'm not really you know, up on my. Yeah. Uh, uh, what are they, the Gibbs? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not really up on my Gibb family history. There you go. Kiss Unmasked. U2 adds Electronica. Darius Record goes country. Darius Record goes country is dead last. That's Even the, over the, BG's good. The worst, yes. Uh, Kiss Unmasked, I mean, they were still making the same kind of music. They just... Speaking of Tornado Sirens. Well, then. So what... What is uh, U2 adds Electronica? Well, they started adding like, a little bit more like of a techno sound at some time. Like, like, like what they tried to portray Bono as in South Park? Yes. Like that. Yeah. I'm going to say Kiss Unmasked is, is one. Okay. And then U2. Okay. And then uh, BGs and sure. Darius Rucker. Yeah, Darius Rucker uh, turning heel from, <laughs> Turn from heel. Hootie and the Blowfish to... Uh, you know, bad you, country music. Did you know one of the options for the uh, the South Carolina mascot? The new name was Darius Clucker. Oh my god! I thought that was great. Uh, Brad Baxter, can Will Rogers be the best quarterback Mike Leach has ever had in his coaching career? I feel like being a dad, right? I don't know, can he? Yeah. I mean, I mean, can he? Sure. It's funny you mentioned this because I actually was researching last you were, night. Yeah, I saw that. I, it took me a while to research it, but. He is 
if he starts through this year and next year, mm-hmm. he will be the most productive quarterback Mike Leach has ever coached. Yeah. From a statistical standpoint. Right. And because because he's going to play more games than anybody else. Right. Um Graham Harrell is probably the guy I would say. Graham Harrell's probably number one. Looking at, you know, the stats that I did last night, Graham Harrell, Cliff Kingsbury, um Luke Falk, I mm-hmm. think. BJ uh, Simons statistically very good. Well, Simons was a backup to Cliff Kingsbury for like two or three years, mm-hmm. which was amazing. He was a backup the whole time and then got one great year. I thought he had two years. Okay. I didn't and know. One that. great year right. as a starter. Uh-huh. Uh so yeah, I think Rodgers is going to have more yards, more touchdowns, and all that than anybody else. The most impressive thing that I found in my research mm-hmm. is his efficiency. Mm-hmm. The uh, the interception ratio is the lowest of any Mike Leach quarterback. Um, the percentage is the highest of any Mike Leach quarterback. Completion percentage. Yeah. Yes. So uh, he's going to be the most efficient quarterback ever, and his numbers are going to be the best if he stays on this trajectory. All right. Uh, where are we? Do you think our red zone offense will be an issue down the stretch? I mean, no. Did State not score a touchdown in the red zone Saturday night? Yeah, on that fumble. The on fumble. The lateral. That was it, though. It they, they probably need to be more run heavy in the red zone. Like that, every time they run inside the five, they score. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know why you're getting there and throwing fades from the two. Yeah. Your percentage chance of throwing an interception, turning the ball over, incompletion right there is significantly higher than catching a touchdown pass. I agree. When Jaquavius Marks is going to get two yards every time, um, Dylan Johnson is going to move forward. Those guys aren't losing yards, so just give them the ball and be done with it. I agree. Uh, Caleb Hamill asks us, Rank these teams' losses in order of painfulness for their fans, LSU, USM, App State, East Carolina. All right, so we got to for LSU. It's very painful, but you're still LSU, right? You get the the group of five guys have got to be worse, and then you've got USM. They lost to another group of five team. That can't be worse than App State and East Carolina having opportunities to beat Power Five teams. So for me, it might be East Carolina. It's East Carolina because you know North you, Carolina is a team that they desperately want to beat. North Carolina sure. State. North Carolina State. Yeah. Sorry. App State was North Carolina, right? Um, that's a team that they desperately. I mean, want these are in-state to beat. games. Yes, yeah. So I would say North Carolina or East Carolina is the worst, mm-hmm. the most painful one because you're talking about you missed two relatively easy kicks. Yes, NC especially State, missing the extra point. App State, you put together an incredible comeback, and and the the, the two point to take the lead. I mean, you're he was wide open. It was yeah. a perfect play call. Um, that that's that's painful. Then I'll go. You, I'll go USM and then I'll go LSU. USM went to what four or five overtimes? Four overtimes, yeah. So and that's, thing, that's tough. The other thing with LSU there is that, I mean, there it's just it's just it's the craziest ending. But in terms of being, I mean, you're still LSU. Yeah, right. You, it's not the same. Wade Jones and and they were going to lose that game probably in overtime if not for yeah. Wade Jones asked a question that this was a debate in one of my group texts a while back. How often, how many times do you wear your church clothes to a church before you wash them? I'm a person that every time I wear a pair of clothes that gets washed. Like I've heard some people like they don't wash jeans every time they wear jeans. Or I don't do that. 
or they don't wear they, if they wear slacks they might wear them a couple times. Yeah, I do not do that. It, uh, slacks I wear twice. Okay, so I wear one week and the next week, and okay. those those get washed. Um, shirts I wear once. I only wear a shirt one time, right? Even if it's for because the way I look at it with um, pants mm-hmm. is I'm at church for two hours mm-hmm. and then I'm coming home and changing. Yeah. Like I'm not wearing them all. I get day. what you're saying. But just for me, I'm a wear it and wash it. I don't sweat in my lower half. I'm I sweat everywhere. So I, see, I'm 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 yeah. good there. What so. about shorts? Like we're both wearing shorts today. I, I'll wear these multiple times. times. Okay. Yeah. That's just not for me. I wear shorts multiple times during you. a week. All right, Brogan Brogan Fairchild is back. Robbie, I enjoyed your AP article, but you couldn't slip the word thunder in there just one time. Thanks for reading that. I wondered if anybody read that AP article. This the one from from Saturday night. Yeah, you had a chance to plug us. I should have. So, but I got lightning in there at least. There you go. Got yourself in there is what you're saying. Well, you have your own radio show. I have my own article. That's true. That's true. So I so we had to separate. Uh, what will be your caffeinated beverage of choice this Saturday as the midnight hour approaches? I mean, just Coke Zero. That's pretty much what I drink. You know, Doctor Pepper. That's a good choice. Kivas Wright. I have me about fifteen Doctor Peppers. I call it a pay. Uh, Kivas Wright asks us, which team will figure out their quarterback situation first, Ole Miss or Michigan? It's definitely Ole Miss. Dart, Dart is the quarterback there. I know I Omar's didn't pay attention start. to Michigan's. Uh, well, they're doing the whole uh, start one, start the other. Same thing Ole Miss is doing. I think that I think Dart's going to end up Dart's the coming guy. out of that. There's just no question about it. And, I, you know, I'm – He's not. He doesn't seem to be all that great. Yes. I, I'm. I've yet to see well, five star. I want to see. Yeah, we. I, I want to see more for sure. For sure. Uh, I take it back. I actually don't want to see more. I would prefer not to see more from Jackson Dart. <laughs> what is better? This is a good question here. What is better in Rotel Dip? Ground beef, sausage, or both? I think sausage. Sausage is, is my answer. Yeah. I mean, ground beef's really good too. Yeah. But chorizo. I don't know if I've had that. It's good. He's all sides. Uh, oh my God! But sausage is yes, yeah, is definitely the correct answer. Uh, Alexandra Watson asks us: After watching Week One, how do you think State would have done if they had played the other teams in the SEC? Just pick a few, not necessarily all of them. Obviously, would have lost Alabama and Georgia. I think they would have done well playing like that. Yeah, I mean, if you were to ask me, you know, thirteen other teams, I think they might have probably nine and four. Ten and three. I mean, if we if we're saying the same script, you know, right. like they they're only they played at that level. Their only slip up was like in the third quarter, and in the fourth quarter, in like three possessions. Mm-hmm. I feel pretty good about their chances. They probably would have lost. They would have lost to Alabama, and Georgia, Florida played really well. On, on so you know going to the swamp and winning would have been tough. And then I mean, Tennessee played played good football. Yeah. And, you know, both of them against a uh, you know a, a, a group of five team, but Tennessee played. They played better. a lot better than Ole Miss. Yeah, they would have beaten Ole they Miss. They played a lot better Saturday. than Missouri. They would have beaten Missouri on Saturday. Yeah, so that's how I would look at it. nine and four. is probably what I would say. Another one from Broken Fairchild. Is it too early to compare Will Rogers to Drew Brees? Stop. Done. Done asking the question. Yes, it is too early to compare Will Rogers to Drew Brees. Yes, it absolutely one hundred percent doesn't even matter what you said after the word Brees. I mean, what's the comparison? Yeah, they're, like both, what, they're both shorter guys. <clears throat> well, I mean, Will's taller than he is. He's taller than the Breeze. Yeah, he's 6'2", the Breeze is 6'0". But, yes, know. no, we're not having that discussion. 
Uh, Elmer Fudd has a question. Should I ask it uh, in the the voice yes. of Elmer Fudd? I'll do my best here. On a scale of 1 to 10, with 1 being an easy win and 10 being irreversible psychological damage, where does the game against Arizona land? <laughs> uh, so a state wins, it's a it's an easy win, 10 being, you know, they're going to lose. 5? Yeah. Right in the middle. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Rumblings Bully asks, which did Brian Kelly look more like during his FSU loss? A politician who lost his roots campaigning at his constituency's state fair? Or a disgraced televangelist who's been busted for an affair and buying a jet with church funds? I'm going with the televangelist. Both of these men are basically Southerners, I'm Mm -hmm. guessing. Both of these men are Hugh Freeze. (laughs) Oh... Either one works. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the, uh, the 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 disgraced televangelist just because it's funnier. Uh, the Mayhem Cafe. What's in your Stadium Cup collection? I, I only have Mississippi State ones. I don't have. I don't have any Mississippi State ones anymore because it's just been so long that I've actually been. I got a, a game. couple left. Yeah. Um, that used to be the thing. Like when yeah, you're yeah. in college, like you collect like all your cups yeah. from Mississippi State Stadium. Cups. I always said you didn't go to Mississippi State. Never mind Stadium Cups. If you didn't have like five Bulldog Deli Cups and five yes. Obies Cups, I still have a couple of Obies Cups. I have uh, you know Camp House Cup. Yeah, I have a Camp House Cup. Um, Breakfast Club. I don't have one from them. Um, I do have a Steelers Stadium Cup, and that's I think that's, that's a little it. different thing. That's yeah. it. Uh, also from Mangum Cafe, do real people actually call in the nighttime radio shows? Well, they did on Saturday with my post game show. But if you're talking about like coast to coast America, I mean those are real people, but we're stretching it. So is it, I mean, would they be opposed to robots? No, what? I'm just saying that I, that they might just be actual like you know demons from hell. Oh, okay. So, uh, and then where are we here? Um, what time will the game end Saturday night? Plus minus one forty a.m. I'm, I'm going closer to two. Yeah, I'll be closer. To, I mean, two teams that want to pass the ball. It's gonna be incomplete passes. So yeah. Uh, ooh, didn't lock. Uh oh, didn't lock. That's it. We're not. We don't answer non-locked questions. We just can't do that. Tim Riggins. Too. I'm sorry, Texas forever, but we can't do that. Memories. Yeah, it's got to be that way. All right. Uh, tomorrow's show, we'll talk more about Mississippi State versus Arizona. We'll dive a little deeper into that game. And, of course, on Friday, we'll do the three Ps. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Your ass better call somebody! Talk Mississippi Media Production.